Before we get going with today's podcast, I just want to jump on here for a second and personally invite you to a one-off brand new masterclass that I am hosting on Thursday the 16th of May. How to scale your online business to six figures and beyond. So if you are a course creator, a membership owner or a coach, then this is for you. I'm sharing with you my most effective strategies to become the go-to person in your industry and grow your online business. I will cover how to build your audience, how to craft an irresistible offer and how to master your launch strategy so that you will know the most effective way to grow your audience and build your email list fast, know how to craft an offer that your audience will love and create a launch that fits with you and enables you to sell with ease. And why should you come and listen to me? Well, I started doing this almost 10 years ago and the very first client I worked with back in 2016, I helped him launch his very first membership. He had a done for you product and a one-to-one product and we created a membership. In his first launch, he got 130 members, bringing him in about 60,000 in income every year. Now, He has built a suite of online products that is bringing him in way over six figures every single year. This is going to be an awesome masterclass. You're going to get so much good stuff to take away with you to be able to use in your business. So to grab your free place, go to TeresaHeathWearing.com forward slash masterclass and I will see you there. You are listening to the Marketing That Converts podcast, episode 184. You are listening to the Marketing That Converts podcast, and I'm your host, Teresa Heathwaring. If you're a marketer, business owner, or entrepreneur that is frustrated and overwhelmed with all the constant changes in digital marketing and social media, then you, my friend, are in the right place. Each week, I share with you easy, insightful, and actionable steps that you can use to grow your business. So let's get started. Hello and welcome to this week's solo episode of the podcast. It feels like a long time since I've done a solo episode because normally I batch and I haven't been batching as well as I would like at the moment. So I'm recording this fairly close to when it's going out, trying to get a wee bit ahead for my team because bless them, they are very tolerant of me when I fall behind. But anyway, trying to get back ahead now. And now we are not doing the Small Business Superstar um, podcast anymore. We can hopefully get back ahead because you know me, I do like to batch content and batch activities in general because there's a science proof of this and one day I will actually find the proof and share it. But our brain doesn't like jumping from one activity to the other. So going from like recording a podcast episode to then writing an email to then doing a live, those things are very different activities. So your brain struggles to get or transition quickly one into the other. And multitasking is a myth. I've said this for a while. So anyway, batching is good. Really, really good. And things get done a lot quicker when you do it that way. So if you've not done it, maybe give it a try. Fairly sure I did an episode on batching. Mm, Maybe I should do another one. I can't remember. Anyway, so what are we talking about today? Now, today I'm going to be talking about the online business space and moving your business from a one-to-one to a more one-to-many. Now, I've talked about this before. I think this time I'm going to be really honest about some stuff. might get a little bit ranty. I apologise in advance if I do, because there are some parts of this world and this space that 
really wind me up. So I apologise if that comes out during this episode. I promise it will be a helpful episode because I want to talk about why you maybe want to look at going from a one-to-one to a one-to-many. I think lots of you have considered this already. I think lots of you are debating the options of it. Some of you might have already tried. Some of you might have tried and failed. And therefore, you might be in a position that thinks this doesn't work. And I want to, you know, help you out with that, that thought. But let's start right at the beginning. Okay, so what do I mean one-to-one and a one-to-many business? So I had an agency that sold out my time and my team's time. So we did things like we managed people's social media. We, I was doing consultancy. I was doing training. I did things like Facebook ads. And all of that is trading my time for money because other than bringing on more team members, which you know, we can discuss that. And in fact, I probably should do an episode about bringing on a team and growing your business. I have done stuff before, but but maybe talking specifically about this. Other than bringing on more people to do your thing for you, and bearing in mind, there's only so much you can get them to do. So let's say you are a coach or a counsellor or a therapist or a personal trainer, or you teach painting or whatever those things are. There's obviously so many things where you are the thing. And if you're doing it one-to-one, you literally can only ever increase your income by increasing your amount. Now, obviously that's natural. That comes. The more experienced you get, the more well-known you get, the more confident you get, you can increase your prices. And I certainly did that. I start, when I look at where I started, it was kind of, you know, laughable from a, uh, it came down to my confidence. I didn't have the confidence to actually put myself out there at a price I deserved. So anyway, it wasn't laughable from a, you know, that's a ridiculous amount to charge because everyone starts somewhere and so did I. But now I look at it and think I should have been braver to charge a bit more because, you know, my experience, my level of education, my quality of my work, I should charge more. Anyway, uh, side note. So the only way you can increase that income is by going up with your prices because you only have a set number of hours in your day. Now, there are absolutely things that you can do to help yourself get more organised. You can bring in team members, even if you are the one that has to deliver the thing, because they can come in and they can do your admin, they can do your financing, they can do your financing. I didn't I meant to say that. Uh, the finance, they can do your invoicing. They can do your appointment booking. You can get systems that will send your emails for you. That's an automated thing. So when someone books in for a training, maybe it automatically sends out the email that tells them what they need to do to prep for it. So there are lots of things that you can do that can help you become more organized and stop you from doing the things that you've got to do. So as that salary increases or as the amount you're charging increases and the more you're getting booked, then you can get rid of some of that other stuff off your plate. You can get rid of some of the marketing off your plate. You could get someone to do your social media or send your emails. Um, But like I said, that comes as you start to increase your, your cost. Okay. So that's one option. But again, you're going to hit a ceiling. There is only so much someone will pay someone to do something. So you know, if you're charging, I don't know, let's say you're a coach and you're charging 
£100 an hour at the moment and you want to charge, you know, 10 times that, well, you've got to be really realistic about, well, how many people are going to buy at that, that amount, okay? So, like I said, there's a ceiling that you'll hit because we only have so much time in a day. And also, let's be really honest here about, like, why did you come into business? Did you come into business because you wanted to earn loads of money? Well, if that's the case, then cool. You're going to work really hard and you're going to put your prices up and you're going to be really busy and you can earn that money. Or did you come into business to live a freer life, to work less, to spend more time with the family, to have control over your time? And if that's the case, you might not want to work 24 seven, just to bring in that income. So that's where everybody's been for a long while. And obviously I've been in this game, well, the marketing game for ages, but that was pretty much it. Like if you were a coach or if you were, you know, if you taught people to bake or music or paint or, you know, whatever the thing might be, it tended to be a very one-to-one or a one-to-a-small group. And that tended to be kind of, you know, you might run a class and and five people might come to the class or, you know, that's the thing. So there, there are options, but that was it. That was our options. And then the internet came and all these other amazing things that we have now. And then COVID really accelerated this. I've been in the online space for a long while and I have done online training with courses and memberships and coaching programs for years, for like literally probably eight, yeah, seven, eight years now. And I've watched this space and I've been in this space for ages, but I think when COVID came, it really accelerated that as options to people because suddenly they couldn't sit in front of people. Suddenly they couldn't run a small class with some people. So then it started to open up the option of the technology for starters. And then maybe the concept of, okay, well, I can either charge one person this, you know, a hundred pounds an hour, or I can do something in a group program that I can take 10 people and charge them 30 pounds an hour and therefore earn more money in that hour than I could have done. That's basically as simple and the crux of it. That's it. Okay. It's about doing what you do, but to more people for a lesser amount. Now, when you look at the one-to-one-to-one-to-many, you've got to understand that obviously what you charge one-to-one is always going to be your premium. Having you sat in front of me, teach me the thing, I'm going to expect to pay the most that I'll ever pay for that. So your one-to-many option is normally a much more cost-effective space or much more cost-effective option for people. So my one-to-many option is my academy. You join the academy, you still get a chunk of me. Now, it's not me sitting down with you for an hour going through your business, but it is me in a Facebook group on coaching calls, doing lives. It is me motivating you and keeping you accountable. There are elements where you get parts of me in that membership. But because of that, because it's only parts of me and it's not working one-to-one, when we're on a coaching call, you know, my, my members ask me direct questions about their business and I know their businesses because I love what I do and I can't help, but, you know, get totally involved and, and I do all my research and I look at who's in there and what their businesses are. And, and one of the beauties I think of all the stuff that I've done is that I've worked with so many different sectors and so many different industries. And my experience isn't just based on the experience of my own business. 
oh, that, I need to come back to that point because that is something interesting when people go from one to one to one to many. Yeah, it's my experience is based on the fact that I've done marketing for more industries than you can probably think about and strange and weird products and services that who knew they even existed. And I've had to work out how to market them. So for me, I love doing that in the academy. I love doing that for the, on the coaching call. Anyway, I digress. So obviously, because of that, the academy is currently priced at $59, because obviously you don't get me one-to-one. If you want me one-to-one, then the 90-day program is now priced at $4997 or something like that (laughs) off the top of my head. But that's one-to-one. You get me, uh, and I only take a very small handful of these people because this is not something I can do a whole lot of because of my time. But you get me one-to-one. You get me on a call every other week for an hour and we talk about your business and we move you forward. So that's one thing I wanted to kind of stress in terms of, can you see the difference in terms of what am I charging for one-to-one? And then what would I charge for a one-to-many scenario? So a one-to-many can be a course, it can be a workshop, it can be a membership, it can be a coaching program, a group coaching program. There are so many options. So basically you take the thing you do and you just look at how you can do that at scale. But there's a few things I want to like be totally honest about. And you'll see on social media, I'm talking about this as well and sharing a few of my thoughts. The first thought is this is absolutely not get rich quick. There are so many stories out there from big, amazing entrepreneurs about their students and what they've done. In fact, I was scrolling through Instagram this morning and I saw someone I follow posting how someone did 160,000K on their first launch. Now, I'm not saying that that isn't truth. I'm confident that they are telling the truth. What I'm saying is that is not typical. That is not typically what happens. Now, I have been involved in lots of launches over the time, lots of my own, lots of other people's, and I've seen some amazing successes. I've done a launch where, in fact, I've done two launches with with people where they've bought in, I think one was 250 and one was 300 members straight off the bat, their very first launch. But one thing you have to remember in that scenario is the two people or the two businesses I'm talking about in particular, they were both really well established in their industry. They had been around building their audience showing their expertise out there on social media for a long time before they offered this product. So that's, so those kind of two myths have come into the same one. So myth one is that it's a get rich quick. It absolutely isn't necessarily a get rich quick. Now, is it that you can earn more money doing that? Then yeah, absolutely. Because whether I've got 10 members in my membership or a thousand members in my membership. Oh, I wish I had a thousand members in my membership. <laughs> Let's be totally honest here. Like that would be amazing. Could you imagine the maths on that? And this is what I do all the time. I do the maths. So I've got my calculator in front of me. Two seconds, right? So let's say, and obviously not everyone in my membership pays $59. So, but let's say they do, uh, they didn't, they don't pay $59 because obviously when I first started it, the price was cheaper and it's gone up as we've got more value, as I've tweaked and improved and changed things. So $59 times that by 10. Am I really going to times that by 10? Am I really going to just do that on a calculator? I probably could have just done that in my head. I feel so stupid now. Anyway, uh, so if you've got 10 members, that's $590 a month. That's cool. Great. You've just done $590 a month. 
But I do the same work for that many people as I would for a thousand. And obviously, if I have a thousand people in there, instead of $590, I've got $59,000. So the scalability of this thing, that's where the money can be earned. But the truth is, that is not an easy thing to do. That is not, you know, a press a button, tell the world I've done it, and suddenly these people are going to come flocking. It takes work. I'm not saying it's not achievable. It totally is. I have good friends in the membership space, and one of them has 4,000 members in their membership, which is crazy amazing. But like I said, this is not a easy task, okay? So that was the first myth that really irritates me. The second myth is, or the second annoyance, <laughs> slight rant, is when people, like I said, launch having not been in that space and they wonder why it's not worked. So as I mentioned earlier, I've done two launches that were super successful, but they were both really well known in their space. So what happens and what tends to happen is people think, oh yeah, I want this online business. I'm going to do a membership or I'm going to do a course. What can I do a course on or a membership on? Or what can I do a workshop on? And maybe it's not what you normally offer. Maybe it's not a thing that you've been talking about for years. And therefore, no one knows you are good at this thing. No one knows that you are worth listening to and paying money for. And that is a big thing, like the credibility. Now, I'm going to be totally, totally honest about my stuff because I do think there is way too much, I don't know, not BS, because I don't think all of it's BS, like just showing you the best bits so when I opened my membership, bearing in mind at that point I had, I think I had my podcast. Yeah, I must have done how old the podcast is and how old the membership is. So I had my podcast. I was fairly well known. Uh, I'd built up an okay audience. I probably had like, I don't know, 1,500 people on my list. I had spoken on lots of stages. I had done lots of things. And when I opened my membership, I closed the doors on 30 people. So 30 people joined my membership, right? And it's funny because at the time I remember doing it and I was all over the place being seen in lots of places. And I remember people going like, oh my God, you're so successful. Oh, this is amazing. Look at your Instagram. You're here, there and everywhere. You're doing this stuff. And I would really honestly say to them, do you want to check my bank balance? Because I can assure you that does not match what you're seeing on Instagram. And that's the truth. That is the absolute God's honest truth that when I opened my membership, I had 30 people in it. So, uh, and also, oh, actually I'll come to that in a second. <laughs> Can you just tell I'm literally just like talking and not even plan this? So, be really realistic about the fact that if you are not well known for this thing, and if you do not have an audience, you are going to find it really difficult in order to, to basically launch and have a really successful launch. And then what happens when you don't have a successful launch is you start to go, well, it's me, isn't it? It was a terrible idea, isn't it? The content wasn't right. My launch wasn't right. Basically, you blame yourself for everything. And then potentially, and I've seen this happen way too often, you pivot. Oh, well, if, if that space doesn't work for me, maybe I could try this space. And then a few months later, you launch again and the ha same happens again. Or maybe it's the wrong space. I'll try this space. No, it's the, the consistency. It's the fact that people don't know you are the expert in that thing, which is why if you are running a business doing a thing and you've been doing it for a while and you've built up an audience and you're known for it. And if I Google you, I can find content that shows me that. Then 
yeah, by all means, think about transitioning into a more one-to-many scenario. But if you are just coming into this space and you're like, I just want the membership world or the courses or the online coaching, but you have no expertise in that, you know, space, then I would really think about spending 12 months even. Like, I know you won't want to hear that, but, you know, even 12 months really building up who you are, what you do, how you do it, and then come out with something and launch something. So that was my second thing. My third thing is, and this is more if you are looking at other people in terms of going into their online products. I often see, and I just want to say the difference in this because you might be this person. I don't think you are, but I definitely see this a huge amount and, and I see it not working all the time. So I see when people create something for themselves and it works. One of the ways I see this is often on Instagram, okay? Someone has built a big Instagram account. They post about the thing that they love or the thing they've created or their thing and they become Insta famous and they then sell a course on or they then sell a membership on how to become Insta famous. But the thing is with that scenario is they've done it for them in their industry and on the way it works for them. What they don't have is, and, you know, feel free to disagree with me, but what they don't necessarily have is the experience of taking another business or another industry to that level. So I've seen this lots of times. I've seen people who have memberships. I've seen people who have businesses, who have courses, where they're like, I will teach you how to do this, which is what I did. But the truth is, it's not the same. So how I run my business and my and do my marketing and engage with my audience is very different to how someone else might need to do it. And the only thing that gives me the expertise to help with that is the fact that I've worked with so many businesses, the fact that I've done so much training, so much experience, the fact that I had to work out how to actually market telescopic slides. Like, could you imagine? I had to run an Instagram account of a of a company that sold fire doors. Now, those Insta famous people, show me how you'd make that account go crazy. Now, I'm not saying they couldn't do it. Some of them absolutely could. But I'm always really nervous when someone is trying to get you to do exactly the thing that they've done. So I use this one method doing this one thing and I got this one result. Now everyone else can do it. It doesn't work like that. Not always, sometimes for sure, but not always. Also, while we're talking about this, the other thing, (laughs) I told you, sorry if this is ranty, but I I just think these are such important points I need to get across there, right? So the other thing I need to say is you don't have to do the thing that they did, right? So you might find an expert or experts and they might go, you need to take your business from one-to-one to 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 one-to-many. You might not want to do that. Like I had a 90-day person, in fact, was she my first? Mm, Can't remember, very close to the very first one I had. She joined me and we were working on her business and her plan. And she had been in another membership with some other experts and they had said to her, you need to go to one to many. Why are you wasting 30 minutes getting to someone's location, sitting and having a meeting with them? This is obviously pre-COVID. Sitting and having a meeting with them, going back, doing a proposal, da, 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 and then going back and doing the training. 
that's such a waste of your time. You should have an online business where you teach from your computer or you do, you know, you train businesses all at once or, you know, and do the one-to-many thing. And I chatted to her and I said, well, you know, what do you like doing in your business? She's like, I love chatting to people. I love it. I love getting on my bike and riding my bike into London. She lived just outside London or on the outskirts. Uh, riding my bike into London. I love meeting people. I love having conversations. I love working on their business. I said, okay, so I have a online business. I said, I sit at a computer all day, every day. I said, the only people I really see are via Zoom interactions. And this was pre-COVID. I don't deal one-to-one so much, you know, only on the 90-day program. I don't, you know, I create content, a lot of content. I said, do you like the sound of that? And she was like, no, it sounds awful, (laughs) right? And so then I had to be really honest and go, well, yeah, you could earn more potentially in the long run after a lot of hard work, doing the one-to-many. But if you don't like it, then that's not good business advice you've been given because you've got to build a business that suits you and your life. And if that doesn't, then don't do it. Like I said, I sit here as I'm doing right now in my office, staring at my two screens. I've got Slack open. So my team are like messaging me things. I'm recording this podcast. And this is what I do a whole lot of the time. I I am on my own a lot. Now, don't get me wrong. You know, I love being with people. I am a very personable person and I love speaking on stage. I love doing those things. But ultimately, I am very happy doing Zoom calls. I am very happy doing online coaching. I like the variety of having to move my brain quickly to one type of business to another. So for me, it really suits me, but it doesn't suit everybody. So rather than having an expert tell you where you're going wrong in your business, because why would you waste your time doing this, this, and this? I want you to think about you and your, and, and if that expert can't see that and can't see your business and can't understand who you are, then I'm not sure they are the experts for you. I'm not sure that actually, you know, what they're doing is they're just regurgitating what worked for them in their business and made them money. That doesn't mean they're an expert. So I just want you to like pay attention to that because like I said, I have got all sorts of people in my academy doing all sorts of things, which I particularly love. It makes it very mar- uh, very hard to market. I really should niche because if I said to you, let's say you were a social media manager or let's say you're a coach and I said to you, I have got the membership for coaches you would be like, oh, okay, great, if you're a coach and you might really seriously consider it. I can't say that because I have coaches in there, but I also have bricks and mortar places. I also have social media managers. I have people who teach people to bake. I have a lovely lady who does online music classes for children. I have someone who's a nutritionist, someone who's a personal uh, trainer. Like I have such a variety and I love it. I love it for the fact that I like my brain to jump from one thing to another really quickly. And I love it from the fact of I have experience working with all different industries and therefore I can give advice to all those different industries. And the other thing I love is I love the fact that they get to learn off each other because when you are only in your industry, and this is why I could never be employed and work for one company, you you all do the same sorts of things. And actually hearing another business talk about something that you then go, well, that's interesting. I've never thought about that. Or 
you know, how could that translate to my business? So actually, in terms of ideas sharing and general uh, success of their businesses, I genuinely think having a variety of different businesses really, really helps. Okay, so uh, there was one more thing I was going to say about this and it's gone out of my head. And if I just keep talking, I'm hoping it will come back. Um, I might have to pause and come back. Oh, what was it? Oh, that was it. (laughs) Sorry. Like, honestly, you guys, if you're new listening to this, I'd love to say that, you know, that is unusual, but it probably isn't that unusual. My most important thing in my business is showing up authentically, telling you the truth and being honest, but motivating. Like, I truly believe all the things I, you know, the online business world, the one-to-many thing, the growing your business. I truly in the bottom of my heart, believe anybody can make it work. It just takes work. It's not easy. And therefore you need me motivating you because honestly, the businesses that are the most successful are the ones that have that tenacity, have that strength of character and support network that they're just getting picked back up again. And they're like, okay, great. Let's go again. Anyway, the last thing I was going to say is I don't want you to get swayed or disheartened or frustrated by the numbers, okay? Like I said, I was scrolling Instagram this morning and I saw lots of posts from one person that said, this person in my did my course and they did this thing and they launched and got, I don't know, $60,000 in their first launch. This person launched and got, you know, $100,000 in their first launch. And it's almost like if you don't get a six-figure launch, like you are a loser, right? (laughs) Like as if you're completely rubbish. And do you know why I never talk about what my business makes? Because it doesn't flip and matter, right? One, I think with everybody talking about, I've had a six figure launch, I've had a this, I've had a that. It's not that I think it's, I mean, some people would say it's garish and kind of a bit brash, not brash, that's not the right word. Again, you're probably shouting down your earphones at me as to what it is. It'll come to me. But you know what I mean? Like they'll find it like a bit distasteful of people going, this is how much money I've made. It's not necessarily that. That doesn't bother me. I'm, I am inspired by people who make, you know, good money, but I can do the maths myself. You know, if they've just had a launch and, you know, 2000 people have joined their course and their course is, I don't know, 150, not 150 pounds or $1,500, then I can do the math. I can see how successful that launch was, you know? So I don't need necessarily for you to tell me, but also I think the problem comes where the money is the judge of the success, okay? The money is amazing. I need to pay my mortgage and I want to pay a mortgage on a really big house. And I want to, I want, I, you know, I want to live in the States, but actually, actually, this is breaking news. Like, I'm getting into gardening and I'm now thinking if I move to Arizona or California, you're not doing any real gardening there. There's because you haven't got the weather as in it's just permanently hot. It's lovely. But now I'm thinking I want to get to a position where I can afford to spend a lot of time in Arizona and California and Nashville and all the cool places I like to visit while having a lovely country retreat here in the UK that is our main home that I have a gardener and a walled veg garden. So yeah, my dream is changing a little bit. Maybe it's my age. It's getting old. But like, so I do want to earn the money. I was just trying to work out where I was then. I was dreaming about the house. I do want to earn the money. Of course I do. But 
the success is not the money. The fact that I get to get up every day and do the thing I love and that earns me enough to live as we are at the moment is amazing. Is absolutely, I cannot stress enough how amazing that is. It's it's just beautiful. It's just amazing. I get to get up and I get to talk to myself on a podcast and tell you things. I get to get on a coaching call with my members and help them turn themselves and their businesses around or progress them to the next level. I get to be interviewed and talk passionately about the stuff I love. That is huge. So quite honestly, people who are out there going, well, if you're not earning this or if it's not a six-figure launch, you know, it's it's a waste of time or it's not great. Or if you've only got, you know, a hundred people in your membership, then it's not, you know, you're not successful. Absolute rubbish. I love what I do. I love that I get to help people. And I know in your thing, in your expertise, you love that too. So for me, the balance of money and enjoyment in what I do and how hard I have to work is much more important. So for me, I really do want to stress that one, that is not where I would set my goal. Don't get me wrong. I do set goals about money. Of course I do, but that is not where I put all my eggs. You know, it's not that I'm sat there thinking the money is the the be all and end of end all. But the other thing is the other reason why I don't want you to look at the money scenario is because people will think they failed. You'll do a launch and you might bring in 10 members at $59 a month and you might earn $590 a month, right? Well, that that's still amazing. 10 people wanted to give you their money because they have enough faith and trust in you that they are willing to put their money where their mouth is, which I can assure you, I have lots of people that, you know, I'm very grateful that I get lots of DMs, lots of comments, and people telling me how much they love my stuff. When I ask for the sale, that's a whole nother matter. Like, just because people enjoy your content doesn't mean they're going to buy necessarily. So, so, but those who do, oh my God, love on them more than you could ever love on anybody in all your life. Appreciate them, be thankful of them. And imagine if they felt that they weren't valued because there wasn't enough of them because it wasn't a big enough launch or there wasn't enough figures in your launch. Like that's not a great feeling, is it? It's not like, it doesn't feel nice. So for me, if you're going to launch do set some goals, do set some, you know, ideas. Also bear in mind a normal launch gets between sort of, uh, if you're very lucky, seven to 10% conversion. So be really realistic about that. So yeah, it's not just about the money. Don't think that if you haven't done a six-figure launch or a five-figure launch, you failed. That is not the case at all. The fact that people want to give you money to do the thing that you love is is just amazing. And then you put your scientist coat on and we review it and we see what happened and what, you know, what was successful about that launch? What wasn't successful about that launch? How do we do it again? Let's launch again. Does the product work? You know, and then you start reviewing all the options, but it's not about just setting that figure and that being it. There's a part of me that I really do want to grow the membership, but also there's a part of me that worries the 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 kind of personal experience they get currently 
is amazing. Like I DM'd one of my members the other day and they're just a member in the membership. You know, I don't know what they pay, 49, maybe $59. And I DM them and I sent them a voice message going out saying, I've been thinking about your business. And I think it'd be really cool if you could do this thing, this thing, this thing, just an idea. You don't have to take it, but you know, let me know what you think. And she came back super grateful and very inspired and was like, oh my gosh, that's brilliant. Yeah, I'm going to go and do that. And then she sent me the thing that she's done. And I love the fact that I can offer that bit of service and offer that motivation and accountability and ideas. And it does worry me that if it gets, you know, big, really big, how am I going to do that? And that's not a challenge I have to worry about right now. So that's cool. But but yeah, it's it's ace. I love it. Anyway, I've just rattled on now and uh, we're getting a bit into like wrap it up, Teresa. So I know that kind of went all over the shop, but I just wanted to be honest about the one-to-one-to-one-to-many because I do think the way that some online experts or some people who are in this space portray it is not the reality that it is. Don't get me wrong. I adore it. I love it. I would not trade it for anything in the world but I work really hard and, and it takes work and I am still working at it. So yeah, I'd love to hear your thoughts. If you are interested in thinking about starting something, then I would absolutely recommend that you start with list building, because if you don't have that list, if you don't have that audience, then you are going to have real trouble. So I am going to link in the show notes to my freebie that talks about how to get started building your list. So go and check that out if you want. Okay. I am going to leave you, love you and leave you for another week. Have a wonderful week and I will see you next week for an interview. Take care. Thank you so much for listening to the Marketing That Converts podcast. And if you enjoyed this episode, then I would love it so very much if you were happy enough to head over to iTunes and give me a review. 